640 Toronto, great to have you here. I'm Alex Pearson. We got less than a month until that vote. And uh, a number of uh, several head uh, head candidates have now debated. And the, uh, according to the polls, Olivia Chow still maintains a pretty sizable lead. And this is the newest of the forum research polls done for the Toronto Star. So Chow is at 34% of decided and leading voters followed by Mark Saunders at 14%, Councillor Matlow at 12%. And then there's a few that are tied at 9%. you got uh, former Liberal MPP Mitzi Hunter, you got Anthony uh, Fury, who was just here, and Anna Bailao. So uh, Brad Bradford, for the last few polls, has actually started to drop. But again, a month, a month in politics may as well be an eternity, right? It takes a day to screw stuff up, so a lot can uh, happen. I think someday, you know, has Chow peaked too soon. But let me bring in Ben Spur, City Hall reporter for the Toronto Star. It is great to have you, Ben. Yeah, thanks for having me. It is the um, challenge. You want to do well, but you don't want to peak too soon because then you become, you know, a lot easier to attack. So is there a concern that Chow has peaked too soon? So I'm not aware of any concerns from her camp about that. I think, you know, what everyone's watching here is that the last time she ran for mayor in 2014, yeah. she did, of course, you know, start as the front runner and then collapsed uh, over the course of the campaign pretty spectacularly. But what happened there had to do, I think, with a pretty specific dynamic, right, where there were a lot of people who just didn't want, uh, wanted to ensure that uh, Rob Ford, and then when he dropped out of the race, uh, Doug Ford did not get elected and were kind of going to go back any candidate who could stop him. At, at first, it looked like Chow was that candidate, but then once it became clear that that Tory was probably in uh, John Tory was in pole position to do that, uh, all of the support kind of migrated to him. So that was a pretty specific um, dynamic in a pretty uh, you know unique election where we've been through four years of turmoil under under the Fords. So um, we're not seeing that play out just yet. But as you say, you know, a month is a long time yeah. in politics. We could see um, you know some some twist before voting day. Yeah, the numbers are moving more, more or less for the second place position. And I just had Anthony Furian and we've seen some movement in the polls with him over the last couple of weeks because he's been kept out of most of the debates. Um, but he has started to poll, which is very, very difficult for an outsider to do. So he's been kind of in there now regularly through at least three or four uh, polls. And he is ahead of um, by the polling by uh, Brad Bradford. So does he why would he not be on, on the next set of debates? Like, is he would he have a chance to get into the Toronto Star debate? So, you know, I, I'm not uh, sure about that one specifically. The The issue here is that um, unlike uh, federal and, and provincial um, elections, th there's no kind of consortium or, or media group or, or anything that puts on these debates and, and has, uh, you know, clear criteria of, of what to do in, in municipal elections. It's the reason why we see dozens of debates is just every kind of group that wants to put one on will invite candidates and they all have uh, their different uh, criteria for, for attending. Um, and, and for inviting candidates, I think, you know, Fury I think, is a little less well known than some other candidates in terms of they, they've been in office before and he hasn't. So so maybe he's seen as a bit more of an outsider. Um, you know, I think uh, there, there might be some nervousness around the opinions expressed by his True North um, out, outlet, which uh, I think is on the, you know, some people would consider, you know, the extreme right. <laughs> uh, and, and perhaps there's some concerns about that there. Um, but I can only uh, yeah, laugh because I've known anthony for so long that i'm just like huh like it's just uh people are like well he said uh could get encampments out of the parks which i think is a very big issue ben it's a big big problem and i think it speaks for a lot of people you know with taking yeah, a strong yeah, position you know 
For sure. And we're seeing that today, just uh, Mark Saunders, right, come out with his plan around on camp. And so obviously it's a, a top of mind issue uh, for a lot of people in the city. But um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it is interesting to see which organizations to be, uh, invite which candidates. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a tough decision because obviously there's 102 candidates. You can't invite them all. You'd, you'd like to have a wide range of candidates. But of course, uh, the more you invite, the, the harder and kind of more unwieldy the, the event is. So um, yeah, I think it, as you say, though, it will be interesting to see whether or not um, Fury gets into any of the um, upcoming events. Yeah, because I do think people are going to start to drill down on actual solutions of who's got them. The interesting thing, though, I'm finding with Brad Bradford, and and I don't know if this is part of why he's seen a little slide, um, some of the issues that he is running on, uh, we're starting to see a pattern of flip-flopping. And so he's out doing a couple of um, videos where he was talking about um, uh, drinking in parks. And I think the other one, I can't remember, what was the other one about? I'm trying to think of what the other uh, one was. <laughs> Yeah, he's done a whole bunch. Yeah, he's done. I, I get so at this point, like lost in which one is which. And nonetheless, let me just play a little bit of his, um, a, a bit of his plan for for Trinity Bellwoods drinking. We decided to take the campaign team meeting outside to Trinity Bellwoods Park. We're having some patties and some tall cans of less talk, more action. And you know what? Thousands of other Torontonians are doing the exact same thing. Okay, no problem. All right, no problem. But the problem for him, though, is, uh, Ben, he, he voted against this at, at City Hall um, during the time that it came forward, just like he voted against, you know, for defund police as well as, as the, you know, taking guns away. And then on the other issue with the um, uh, tendering out bids, you know, for contracting, he voted against that and then flipped on it. At what point do you think this starts to stick? Because you will be judged on your record, and they should be, but he is now for a whole bunch of things he was against. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a pattern that, that people have seen. As you said, he voted last year against uh, a pilot project of drinking in parks that would have taken place um, uh, last summer, but instead he voted for a, a compromise motion put forward by the mayor at the time to, to kind of punt that down the road. Um, but he, so he he has the, that that issue, but I think the other candidates have, have a similar issue to some extent in that um, everyone agrees that the city is not working very well <laughs> and that yeah. they're they're going to be the ones to, to fix it. But, you know, we have Brad Bradford and Josh Matlow, who are current sitting councillors, um, you know, former uh, Liberal MPP, Missy Hunter, who, you know, she just resigned a couple of weeks ago. Um, you know, you have Mark Saunders saying he's going to tackle crime uh, when he was the police chief for, for several years and, and crime increase. So it's this odd situation where all the candidates are saying, I'm the one to fix it, um, you know, but also could considerably bear some responsibility for for some of the problems and i think bradford actually last uh, week's uh, debate uh for tvo he he put forward a, a line i think summed up the issue where he said you know i've been in office for four years <laughs> which is enough to know uh, all the problems that are going on but but not long enough to have authored any of the problems yeah so i think that's the the kind of tightrope that uh, he's trying to walk but mm-hmm. but also the other candidates to, to some extent as well yeah, but it is tough when you're saying, I'll be the guy to get the affordable housing uh, done, and, and yet we have not seen one shovel go in the ground since 2019, which is an unforgivable sin. I mean, there's lots of blame to go around on that, but if you cannot do it in the last four years, what what changes? And I think a lot of people are looking at this now. I know I certainly am, and you know what it's like, Ben. You get called out year after year after year, government after government at every level. Oh, we're going to build housing. We're going to do all these things. And now we're here in 2023 going, did anyone build anything? at any level of government because it's all just hitting the wall. Yeah, yeah, and obviously there's lots of frustration uh, around a lack of progress on on many big issues facing the city. I think what's kind of interesting is that even, even though Olivia Chow, who's who's out uh, in front in the polls, you know, I don't think any candidate has really captured the public attention yet with some kind of 
big vision to to fix the city's problems and i think we are maybe seeing a bit of a lack of engagement uh, no one really putting forward a, a kind of grand solution or a, a kind of um, you know catching voters attention so i think it's it'll be interesting to see um, whether anything like that happens before voting day or yeah. maybe just we coast to, to to the election and things stay as they are and uh, we get olivia chow as mayor okay uh, well, well, chances are uh, the the encampments will not be knocked down until the election uh, is uh, is is taking place. If it does, though, Ben, it'll it'll throw a real uh, curveball into this thing. So, very could be interesting. Yeah, yeah, for sure, something to watch. All righty, busy week for you. Busy, busy till the uh, the vote on uh, June twenty sixth. Appreciate it, Ben. Yeah, thanks for having me. There you go, Ben Spur covering all things City Hall, and it will be run. Run, run. So we are heading into uh, June. Yeah, June. And then we have 26 days uh, to get things uh, put together. It doesn't mean that uh, Olivia Chow is going to coast to a win. There's still a lot of time. And I think it's just a matter of getting people heard. So there are candidates I do think should be heard. I think Chloe Brown should have a spot to be heard. I think uh, uh, Selena Chavant, um, uh, I, I, I will forever muck up her name. Selena Chavin. Cesar, no, I forgot. I, you're looking at me like I'm a moron, which I get it, Heather. I'm a moron. Selena Cesar Chavin. All right, I know, I know it. I've known it for years. I just screw it up every time. I think she should be heard, uh, but I also think Anthony Fury should be heard, and I do think it would actually change things around because they're willing to say things that I think a lot of people think but are too scared to say out loud.